Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Why not? Here it is, another night of music and merriment, live from the Late Night Lounge, Lenny the Cabbie and me, Little Orphan Archie, with oceans of beautiful music.
On the Little Orphanacci radio program, Sandy Shaw from 1967, a big hit for her in the UK. Harpo Marx started things out with Stardust. And from the 1960s TV series, Here Come the Brides, handsome teen idol Bobby Sherman now on the Little Orphanacci radio program. sunshine even when I'm standing in the rain something happens that I can't 
can't explain when I hear your name But you can't help it that you're always chasing rainbows in your mind There's so much I want to say to you and there's so little time Hey little woman, please make up your mind You've got to come into my world and leave your world behind When you're walking down a busy street and I'm not there Is my picture hanging in your mind, walking with you there That's how it is in my world, girl, you're with me all the time Why don't you come into my world and leave your world behind Hey, little woman, please make up your mind You've got to come into my world And let's just stop you wanting to believe. Now, this one is out of Romania, where prostitutes there are planning to confess their sins here during this coming week. Now, prostitutes in the town of Borasan have agreed to take the week-long Easter holiday break so that they can go to church and confess. Now, don't that just warm the cockles of your heart? Nearly brings a tear to your eye, no. Anyway, the local prostitute union, they got a union over there for these girls. Anyway, they said they wanted to purify their souls, and then they said, we want to get ready for the coming year's labors. And then finally, the president of the union said, on top of that, the week before Easter is a little slow in our business, if you know what I mean. This is Lenny the Cabby, and that stuff you wouldn't believe. Yesterday I heard a lover sigh Goodbye, oh me oh my Seven times he got aboard his brain And seven times he hurried back To kiss his love again And tell her, ch-ch-ch-chee, goodbye Ch-ch-ch-chee, don't cry The little cuckoo train that takes me Away from you, no words can tell how bad it makes me. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, and then, oh, baby, do it over again. What for the nail? I'll never fail. And if you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. That, 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 good thing, don't cry. But that, good When somebody says goodbye to me, oh, I'm sad as I can be. Just go with his loving Romeo. He seems to take a lot of pleasure saying goodbye to his treasure. Goodbye, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Don't cry. 
U.S. General Douglas MacArthur, relieved of his command in Korea by President Truman, told Congress 55 years ago, Old soldiers never die, they just fade away. Old soldiers never die, they just fade away. And like the old soldier of that ballad, I now close my military career and just fade away. Choo-choo to Broadway, poo Cincinnati. Don't get icky with the one, two, three. Life is just so fine on the solid side of the line. Bip, hold tight, hold tight. Hold tight, hold tight, for the Yakasaki wants some seafood, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're very nice. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, for the Yakasaki wants some seafood, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're very nice. I like oysters, lobsters too. I like my tasty butterfish, foo. When I come home late at night, I give my favorite dish. Fish, hold tight. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, for Yakasaki wants some seafood, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're very nice. Yakasaki wants some seafood, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're always very nice.
tasty butterfish food. When I come home late at night, I get my favorite dish, fish. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, want some seafood. Oh, maha, ma, shrimpers and rice, oh, hold I, uh, I heard a few snickers when Gracie mentioned her club, the Beverly Hills Uplift Society. Believe me, you wouldn't laugh at that name if you ever got a look at some of those women. <laughs> Originally, there were 20 members, but it fell off a little during the last war. They did a little war work, and by accident, six of them were shipped out with bundles for Britain. <laughs> they, uh, before they got their club rooms, they used to meet in my house all the time. I'd come home from the office, I'd find one committee in the living room, one in the bedroom, one in the dining room. They were all over the house. So I finally told Gracie that uh, I'd like to wash my hands of the whole thing. And she said, knock first or you'll surprise the Ways and Means Committee. <laughs> but I will say this. They, uh, they were always raising money for some cause. Uh, one of their favorite charities was a, a, a fund to take care of homeless children. I contributed to this for five years before I found out why the children were homeless. The mothers were always at my house holding needles. <laughs> and all they do is talk about their operations. One woman talks about her appendix. One talks about her tonsils. Mrs. McAvity, the president of the club, she had so many operations that her jaws hurt. <laughs> I, I finally called in all the husbands and I said, Look, gentlemen, your wives have been meeting in my house now for five years and I want you to do something about it. And they did. They gave me three cheers. <laughs> you know, I just found out that that club were going to have their meetings here all the time until they raised, their, uh, raised that money. So I finally got rid of them. I didn't lose my head. I didn't get excited. I didn't even argue. I just calmly walked in and gave them $120. <laughs> That's because I got it up here. Here, I've got nothing. I guess it matches the purse. But you know, it's, it's, it's sort of worth it to get rid of them. I'll... Oh, there's Gracie. You know, Gracie, I'm glad those women are gone. I'm sort of exhausted. Oh, me too. I'm glad I spent two hours in that shoe store. Oh, bought a lot of shoes today, huh? No, I didn't buy any. Two hours and no shoes? Well, George, when you're hot and tired, then there's nothing that rests you like having a salesman take your shoes off and measure your feet. <laughs> You went into a shoe store just for that? Well, naturally. You can't take your shoes off in a hat store. <laughs> I guess not. And you meet, you meet nicer people in shoe stores. You know, I don't know why it is, but uh, people's faces seem more friendly where their shoes are off. Yeah, well, in your stocking feet, you've got to be more friendly. Yeah. Now, uh, take this woman who sat next to me. She said she was buying a pair of shoes for a little boy in Pomona. Mm -hmm. She said he'd been walking for two years. So I said, well, he couldn't be walking very fast or he'd be in Kansas City by now. 
Well, you did your share about being friendly. Yes. She was a little self-conscious about her legs, so I cheered her up. You cheered her up? Yes. She said her husband kids her because her legs don't match Betty Grable's. So I said, well, the joke's on him. They don't match each other. <laughs> well, you certainly cheered her up, all right. Oh, yes. And then there was another woman who sat next to me. She was nice, but not very bright. Oh, sort of. On yes. the dumb side. So she said that she wanted a pair of shoes, not for dress wear, but something very comfortable to sit around the house in. Something to sit around the house in? Yes. Well, that's natural, yes. Yes. But, uh, George. Yeah. Her shoes were big, but she'll never be able to, to sit, get, in sit in them. them? Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Gracie, uh, you know that tonight is sort of a thrill for us. This is the first time that we're going east on the coaxial cable. Oh, really? Yes, and it really cost millions of dollars to operate. Oh, well, then I better say goodnight. We can't afford it. <laughs> George Burns and Gracie Allen. Before that, the Andrews sisters hold tight. And we also heard Al Jolson, toot toot tootsie, goodbye. On the Little Orphan Archie radio program from 1967, here's actor, comedian, and singer Hamilton Camp. If I had it all, could I make it without you? If I did it all, is it worth it without you? If I had the world on my watch chain and the stars beneath my shoes, I ain't got nothing, uh-uh, without you. Papa do bop a daddle do down. Papa do bop a daddle do down. Papa do bop a daddle do down. Papa do down. How much is my time worth, baby, without you? Oh, isn't worth a dime, my honey, without you? If I spent my Well, I lay it on the line, my honey, it's so true, oh, you're part of my life, it's a half-life without you. Home is not a home, there's no lifelight shining through, you're my lifelight,
I'm a happy hippie, taking little trippy, driving on... All right, boy, pull over, boy. Oh, You're man. in big trouble, boy. I got you clocked doing better than 80 miles an hour, boy. Man, that's impossible. I haven't even been out an hour. Don't you give me none of that blabby mouth, long-haired hippie, Yankee sass, boy. Oh, Let man. me see your driver's license. Well, whatever's right. There you are, Dad. Don't play Tom Fool with me, boy. That ain't no driver's license. Oh, that's the menu from Alice's Restaurant. Well, whip out that real driver's license here. You have been in trouble the law, boy. Well, I was busted once. You was what? I was busted. I was incarcerated. Don't lay none of that Yankee I was trap. arrested, man. Were, all right, now we're getting somewhere. But it was a bum rap. It was, yeah, guy. they all say that, bum rap. What, what, what was it, boy? Some cat from the CIA planted some grass on me, man. I didn't even know I was carrying it around. Now we're getting somewhere. How much did they find on you, boy? 300 pounds. You, you, you trying to tell me that you going around carrying 300 pounds of hay and you didn't know you got it on your boy? Grass, man, grass. Well, whatever. Yeah, well, man... When you find all that junk on your boy, I hope you turn yourself in. Yeah, well, you're close, uh... You, you making fun of me, boy. <laughs> That's some kind of inside hippie joke. No, man. Hey, I found my license, man. It was freaking out behind my Timothy Leary trip of the month card. <laughs> the who card, boy? Timothy Leary, ain't you ever heard of him? No, what's He's he He's our ambassador. To where? Where do you want to go? I don't know. I don't know, but I know where you're going, boy. And it ain't going to take you long to get there, neither. How long? That like that. Dynamite. Lay some on me. I'm calling in. I'm calling. You stay right there. What's your name, boy? Nine. Claude Nine. You just stay right where you are. What you doing down this part of the country anyway, boy? Oh, well, man, I'm just down here looking for my head. You think you're head down this part of the country? Well, it might be. You never can tell. You keep tell. being blabbing math and sassy with me. You're going to be here when you leave, too. You just sit right there, boy. Oh, man. Car nine, Tom. Yeah, hello, yeah, careful. Yeah, yeah, I found me one of them long-haired, blabby-mouthed, sassy Yankee hippies out here. Yeah, his eyes all glazed over, running around, playing Tom Fool, looking for his head. No, no, there ain't been no accident. Yeah, no, no, he crazy, all right. Name it Nine. Cloud nine. Cloud, man. Hush up, flabby Yankee mouth, boy. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to the judge. The judge don't cotton to no Yankee hippies. Oh, yeah. Well, hold it, judge. I got him red-handed, I believe, here. Let, let me ch uh, check out the evidence and wrap this thing up. What you smoking there, boy? Give me that thing, boy. Can you dig it? <coughs> dig you later, judge. <coughs> right on, boy. Hudson and Landry, the hippie and the redneck. Before that, Scott McKenzie tripping on down to San Francisco on the Little Orphan Archie radio program, The Statler Brothers. Saturday morning, serials, chapters 1 through 15. Fly paper, penny loafers, lucky strike green. Flat tops, sock tops, Studio Baker, Pepsi, please. Oh, do you remember these? Cigar bands on your hand, your daddy's socks roll down. Sticks, no plugs, and aviator caps with flaps that button down. Movie stars on Dixie Cup tops and knickers to your knees. Oh, do you remember these? The hip parade, grape truade, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Pedal pushers, ducktail hair, and begging your pants. Howdy doody, tooty fruity, the seam up the back of her hose. Ah, oh, do you remember those? 
was Dean. He was keen. Sunday movies were taboo. The senior prom, Judy's mom, rock and roll was new. Cracker Jack Price, stars in your eyes, ask Daddy for the keys. Ah, oh, do you remember these? The boogeyman, lemonade standing, taking your tonsils out. Bend and burn and wait your turn, and four foul balls you're out. Cigarette loads and secret codes and saving lucky stars. Can you remember back that far? To boat neck shirts and fender skirts and crinoline petticoats. Mom's word and a dirty bird and a double root beer float. Moon hug caps and loud heel taps and he's a real gone cat. Remember that Dancing close A little more on jokes And cooties in her hair Captain Midnight Ovaltine And the whip at the county fair Charles Atlas Course Roy Rogers Horse And only the shadow knows Oh, do you remember those? Gable's charm Frog in your arm Loud mufflers Bitchin' woo Going steady Veronica and Betty White If you listen to the Little Orphan Archie radio program on the internet and you can't get it on any local radio stations, call them up, send them some email. Let them know where they can get the Little Orphan Archie radio program. It's free. The website is www.qzvx.com. Ask them to put the Little Orphan Archie radio program on their radio station. Call those stations. Send them some email. Make some noise. We thank you. You robbed my poor pockets of silver and gold. Come in. Well, what do you want? Oh, I see this is a music place. Yeah, this is a music place. What do you think? It was a cow barn? Well, a fellow told me I could buy a pint of corn whiskey up here. No, you can't buy no pint of corn whiskey up here. All we do is teach music in this place. Well, say, mister, you know old Slick, don't you? Uh, you mean old Slick Johnson? Yeah, lives out in Omerado Street. Has one of his cards. Oh, yeah, that's one of his cards. Well, I guess it'd be all right. How much do you want? What do you get for it? Dollar and a half pint. Full pint? Four pints, 16 ounces. I'll have a couple of them. All right, send me down to Slim. Right down, Art. All right, here you are, buddy. Much obliged to you, Doc. Appreciate this. You'll know me the next time when I come back, won't you? Oh, yeah, I'll know you. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. All right, boys, let's have a little more music. Corn whiskey, corn whiskey, I know you of old. You robbed my poor pockets of silver and gold. Come in. What you say, Arch? How about a little snark? Oh, you got the money to pay for it, No, Jim? I ain't got no money, but I got a terrible hangover, and I need a drink bad. How about it? Oh, I can't fool with you. Oh, come on, Arch. Take my watch or my pocketbook. Anything would be okay. I don't need you watching pocketbook. I got a pick of those things laying around here now. Get on out of here now. All right, but you don't get any more of my business. As much as that fellow, Arch, just go ahead. He's drunk about town. I'm not fooling with him. Arch, I'm getting sick and tired of this dump. I'm going to get out and make some money. Oh, now, what are you quarreling about? Don't I pay you $5 a day to lay around here and do nothing? All you want to do is sit around and play that fiddle. Now, if you're going to play that fiddle, for crap's sake, play something on that fiddle. (laughs) 
ball in the hand, ball in the hand, ball in the hand. Dance all night with ball in the hand. Just one day we'll take a little drive. Come in, come in. What you say, Arch? Oh, hello, Red. Arch, listen, I got a little party on tonight in Shire Cash. How about a couple of pints on credit? Be okay. Okay, I sure appreciate it. All right, send me down two more, Red. Coming right on down, Arch, but we ain't got a few left. What you gonna do? Oh, well, we got plenty coming in in the morning. 500 bottles from Gainesville and a barrel of sweet mash. Now, you boys got to get up here early in the morning and help me fill those bottles, too. All right, here you are, Red. Thanks, appreciate it. See you later, Red. All right, let's have a little more music, boys. To this phone. It couldn't play a number without the phone ringing. Hello? Who? Walden? Oh, yeah. How many? Three? What's your number? 606 Terminal Station? Boys, halfway over there right now. All right, boys, let's have a little more music. Now, who in the hell could that be? Come in. Oh, it's Brown. Hello, Bill. What's on your mind? Well, I got a lot on my mind, Arch. Oh, is that so? I sure have. Captain's been riding me like the Dickens. But all this hell you boys been raising around him. Well, now, ain't I paying you fellas $50 a week kind of keep this thing smoothed over? Yeah, but everybody on the beach says it's a bootlegger's joint. Well, now, you just tell them this ain't no bootlegger's joint. This is a musical conservatory. That's that, that fellow Bill Brown. He used to be a revenue officer. Now he's a flat foot. Well, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Arch. All right, let me handle this now. Well, why don't you keep these boys and make them play quiet? All right, we, we play quieter. Play a little piece for them, boys, and don't get too rough now. Just be kind of easy with them. I want it quiet, you understand? Quiet. <laughs> How is that? Is that too much? Well, that's all right, but I want to keep quiet, see? If you don't, I'm going to ride you all down, you and your fiddlers, too. Oh, all right, Bill. I don't pay no attention to him, fellas. He's done going out of here now anyway. Now bust down play and get this rough as you want to. He be driving a big six-packet when he comes. He be driving a big six-packet when he comes. He be driving a big six-packet. He be driving a big six-packet. He be driving a big six-packet when he comes. He be loaded down with liquor when he comes. He be loaded down with liquor when he comes. He be loaded down with liquor and we'll go out to meet him and we'll go out to meet him when he comes. Oh, wait a minute here, boys. Wait a minute. I got to answer this phone again. Oh, hello. The what? No, you must have the wrong number. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't sell no liquor here. No, well, I don't care what they told you. They told you wrong. This ain't no bootleggy joint. This is a musical conservatory. Oh, well, that's all right. Go ahead, boys. Get the music started. He be driving a big six packet when he comes. He be driving a big six packet when he comes. 
Give you a tip. The revenue men in town. Get your look out here quick and let your boys get away from him. All right, boys, help me get this stuff out of here and get it here, and you can get to the mountains right away. This is Lenny the Cabby with Stop You Wouldn't Believe. This is out of the BBC. That's that highfalutin news service that's based over there in England. Now, here's what they say. Women tend to put on more weight and eat more unhealthily when they move in with a boyfriend. And then conversely... That means the opposite, by the way. The guys tend to get skinnier when they move in with their girlfriends. Now, here's another thing. Women, when they get married, they continue to get fatter. And when they get divorced, they lose the weight. It don't make no sense. So the way I see it is this. You got a couple of choices. You can get married and get fat and maybe be happy, or you can stay single or get divorced and be unhappy but be skinny. The choice, I guess, is yours. This is Lenny the Cabby, and that's stuff you wouldn't believe.
on the Little Orphan Archie radio program, Dorsey Brothers Orchestra and St. Louis Blues. And before that, Archie Lee and the Bootleggers joint, that from 1930. From time to time, something or someone becomes a part of the pop culture for reasons we just can't explain. In the mid-1960s, off-pitch and off-tempo, a 59-year-old grandmother performed rock standards such as A Hard Day's Night, Downtown, and These Boots Are Made for Walking in a Bizarre, Operatic Style. Her name was Elva Miller, but on stage she was simply known as Mrs. Miller. Her debut album, Mrs. Miller's Greatest Hits, sold a quarter of a million copies within three weeks. She made appearances on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show, Ed Sullivan, Art Linkletter's House Party, Laugh-In, of course, and The Hollywood Palace with Jimmy Durante. And she was in a feature film called The Cool Ones with Roddy McDowell. Here's Mrs. Miller twisting Frank Sinatra's Strangers in the Night. Strangers in the night Exchanging glances Wandering in the night What were the chances We'd be sharing love Before the night was through Something in your eyes Was so inviting Something in your smile Was so exciting Just cannot. Little Lonnie, the cabinet of stuff you wouldn't believe. This out of Bonham, Texas. An elementary school's worst nightmare came true this week 
when all the toilets in an elementary school there stopped working, so faced with about 600 wiggling, squirming little rugrats, Balham Elementary officials decided they would bust the kids to other schools nearby that offered them the use of their restrooms. So for about three hours, teachers took their class and shifts to the other campuses while the city utilities crews repaired the water main that caused the problem in the first place. Well, surprisingly, the day ended accident-free. No big problems. In fact, what happened, according to the principal, is the city crews worked quickly and she commended the teachers for handling the matter with a minimum of disruption to the student learning process. And as one kid says, it was kind of like a little field trip only without the snacks. This is Lenny DeCabby, and that's stuff you wouldn't believe. Now, do we have time to uh, talk to Thurber? We have quite a bit of time to talk to Thurber Whitechapel in Wonderful. Chicago, and I think he, maybe he can wind up his story of the gentleman who is desirous of returning to his native uh, country, Bulgaria, and uh, experiencing the thrill of tasting some of that famous Bulgarian cream pie. He'd been shipwrecked, he'd landed in France, he was without funds, and uh, hello, Thurber, can you pick up the story where he boarded the train? I think that's... Finally arrived in France and got on the train. Uh, they'd left Cherbourg, and uh, he didn't have money, didn't have any tickets, and he explained uh, to the uh, conductor... Well, the conductor said, uh, all right, under these circumstances, you can stay aboard. Yes. So they, uh, they stayed, and they, uh, he stayed aboard, and... Uh, the train was heading for Bulgaria. Heading for Bulgaria, and they're going up the Swiss Alps when the, uh, the train left the track, and uh, he was thrown clear, and he rolled down. Mm. And was he down hurt? And down, he rolled, uh, oh, must have been 13 miles through snow and gravel and mm. trees and uh, brush. Uh, it's been a pretty sorry sight uh, when he landed. Uh, at the uh, foot of the uh, hill. Yes. So uh, he had to crawl then the rest of the way, and he could see over the next hill was his native Bulgarian. At oh, last, he'd he had finally a taste made it. of that wonderful Bulgarian cream pie. And that's all he could think of uh, was this pie. Sure, so, well, after uh, all of this trouble, I can well imagine. He, uh, he uh, was crawling along, and I about, oh, four or five below zero is off yeah. the cold, yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, a, lot of, a lot of things were happening to him, and uh, people were shooting at him, there were wild dogs and all, but finally he reached the top of the hill, and he looked down, and uh, there was there was his native Bulgaria, and mm, there was an inn right at the oh, foot of this hill, that where was he life. knew he could have a piece of the Bulgarian cream pie, so Wonderful. he started to uh, down the hill, and he tripped and fell and rolled some more and fortunately this snow slide landed him flush up against the door of the uh, of the uh, tower uh -huh. and they he rapped very faintly he rapped sure, he was door, weak, very very of weak finally the uh, the door opened I don't mean to be speeding you up I just hope uh, the, uh, this uh, woman again, you hear the whole story. oh my goodness and she helped him in and oh, brought him in by a fire and they had food there yeah well he uh, he looked up he said I know that I'm not going to make it I'm I'm pretty badly injured here and uh, he said but I've come all the way from America all I want is one more piece of uh, Bulgarian cream pie and uh, she said, gee, we're all out of that. All we have is apple. And he said, well, that'll be all right. We've been listening to another telephonic story from Thurber Whitechapel, our correspondent in North Chicago. I believe he completed the story this evening. Well, if there's any more to it, we're not going to bother to hear. 
Mirror, mirror on the wall is my hair fairest of them all. It is when you use Rave Cream Shampoo. Rave leaves your hair so clean, so soft, so easy to manage. Easy to manage because the pure lanolin in Rave is specially blended with other important ingredients to make hair behave, even on shampoo day. Try Rave Cream Shampoo. R-A-Y-V-E. Rave Cream Shampoo.
Burt Bacharach and Alfie, and before that, Lee Hazelwood and Nancy Sinatra, Some Velvet Morning. I'm Little Orphan Archie. I'll be back again next week along with Lenny the Cabbie, live from the Late Night Lounge with oceans of beautiful music.